All right, it's Joycelyn Wells with Joy Exposed, and it's Thursday, July 30th, uh, 2020. I usually host my podcast on Wednesday nights at nine, but I had some technical difficulties last night, so I didn't get to host the podcast. And then today I received um, a notification from CNN that we lost, that Herman Cain passed away from the coronavirus. And I felt like, uh, let's talk about it. So that's what I'm gonna do, I'm gonna talk about it. But before we get ready to talk about Herman Cain dying from the coronavirus, let's talk about the three cheers of joy, three things, three moments of self-celebration that have nothing to do with anybody else, just you. And today I'm celebrating with the Spindrift. It's a raspberry lime water. It's not my favorite of the Spindrifts, but it's decent and it is noon. So we got to keep it together. We also need to, um, they're having the memorial services today um, so for John Lewis. So that's happening, I think, right now. So I'll keep this brief. So three cheers of joy. We have um, the adventurous spirit. I'm celebrating my adventurous spirit. So cheers to that. And my second cheer of joy is um, that I've been doing my um, squat challenge all month and I've got some great gains out of that, especially for the pain in my left knee. It has almost, it's almost all gone. And it's just from doing the squat challenge for like 20 something days. I'll talk about that probably more next week. And then My third challenge is my burpees. I started doing burpees a couple of weeks ago and they've gotten easier too. So I'm celebrating three things only on me to help me in my mind, my adventurous spirit, um, my squat challenge that I've been doing well and seeing gains on because I'm not getting um, a lot of, uh, I'm, I don't no longer have a lot of pain in my left knee. So I'm really pleased with that. I need that pain to go away. And then my third is that I was doing the burpee challenge. So I'm sure that we won't go, I won't go now for the full hour, but I figured I would get on and talk about a little bit, just if it's a PSA. So Herman Cain died. We know that he's a Republican. He ran for president. Was He was trying to run for president a couple of years ago, and he didn't get the, nominate, the nomination, but he is a big supporter of our president of the Republican Party. Um, that's who he is, and he's very vocal about that. Um, he has his ideas, of which we all do. For some reason, whatever the reason, we've taken this coronavirus, which we've known about in the United States since the beginning of January, and nobody started to talk about it until February, March, very late February. So for whatever reason, people have decided that they're greater than the virus or the virus isn't real. I haven't really determined which one because the spectrum of people is so grand. So it's not just the narcissistic people who think they're invincible. There are some people who aren't so narcissistic who thinks that there's a conspiracy behind it, which it may be, who knows. And they've decided that they didn't need to take the necessary precautions from the Centers for Disease Control. Well, it seems in talking about the coronavirus that we've tried to make this a political thing. Well, the coronavirus isn't political. She doesn't really give a fuck who she kills, sorry. I know it's noon, it's the middle of the day, but she doesn't care who she kills. She doesn't care who dies. She just wants a host and that's what um, the virus is finding in people. Independent, Republican, Democrat, believers, non-believers, 
unregistered voters. I've never voted. I vote all the time. It doesn't matter people. And that's the thing that we are failing to understand in this. We have, as a country, not, not the majority of us, there's no way for me to quantify it, but many of us in this country have decided that we can't or won't because somebody hasn't told us what to do. This is seriously a time when you have to make a decision of the things that's best for you and your family and keeping your family and your people around you safe. That's it. People are dying at, a, at alarming rates. And I live in Florida and I go back and forth between Florida and Georgia and those both are very hot spots. They're hotbeds of virus, right? So people are dying. And now where two months ago, you probably could have talked to people who didn't know anybody affected by the virus. But today, just about everybody you talk to has been, know somebody that's been affected or infected with the virus, right? So there's definitely a growing number of people that this virus is touching and also killing. So we have to kind of figure out what's the best thing to do for ourselves. And in all the situations from going to the market, from hanging out with friends, going back to school, going back to work, all of these things, it's literally chaos. And the only thing that we can manage in this moment of chaos is what's the best thing that we can do to keep ourselves safe. This isn't gonna settle down with the conspiracy theorists or the non-believers. This isn't gonna settle down in the next six months. You're gonna always have people to say, oh, I knew this was a hoax or I knew this until they somebody close to them dies. And then it changes their perspective on what it was, right? So it's almost like a childlike mentality. Like when you tell a child not to touch the stove because it's hot. So you know that it's hot, you know that it's real, but you tell the child, don't touch the stove because it's hot, the child still wants to what? Touch the stove because they don't know that it's hot and they don't have a mental capacity to understand that it's hot. And this is where we are with people who are saying, I'm not wearing my mask. It's not real. What other people are screaming, doctors, People from the CDC, all these healthcare professionals are screaming, wear the mask, do something, take some precautions. But people are like, well, it hasn't affected me, so it must not be real. That's the same thing of saying, it may be hot to you, but it hasn't been hot to me until they touch it. So that's really a childlike mentality to not be able to take the information and dissect it on your own, not necessarily from somewhere else, to read about the virus to think about it in context of science and how we are constantly evolving and changing. There's never, a, the only stagnant time within the universe is death. And that's, the, that's when you become, you're, not, you're at homeostasis, you're not moving anymore. You're done, you're wrapped. So that's the only time that we have these stagnant moments within the universe is death. So there's a constant evolution of, we see this annually with the flu virus. The flu virus, the strains change every year. And when they give you a vaccine in September, October, they're giving it in hopes that they were able to predict what the, how the virus would mutate this year. Everything with science is in hopes of. When you have these novel new drugs that hit the shelf and they're gonna help you with stomach acids and gastroesophageal reflux, or you've been taking it for years, then all of a sudden it's causing cancer. 
everything is constantly changing. There aren't any things that are known. The only thing that we know that will continue to be consistent is change. So while we're dealing with this coronavirus in this time of uncertainty, we have to figure out what's the best thing for us to do to protect ourselves and the people around us. And the tangible thing that we have is to wear a mask. There are photos of Herman Cain floating around from that Tulsa rally when Trump went to Tulsa on June 20th and held this rally and they've got people in there dancing and they're excited to be a part of this rally and go, 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 no mask. Herman Cain was the sacrificial lamb out of that thing. Now he's dead. And he was very pleased to not have a mask on. And he quoted, a, uh, put it on his Instagram and tweeted about it. And, and so he, he, this is what he chose. So instead of like, for me, instead of like, oh my gosh, it's like, well, this is what you've chosen. We have to accept his choice and that he wanted to be the person who dies representing the ignorance of that projected from a political party. That's, I mean, that's, we have to give him that. Because when people are making the decisions not to wear the mask or not to adhere to the guidelines, they're doing it purely out of ignorance, right? They're doing it out of ignorance, not understanding how powerful this virus is and how deadly the virus can and will be. So we have to really take into consideration what you know. Even if you go back in your mind as far back as when you were in school, what did your science experiments in controlled settings, sometimes they didn't work the way they were supposed to, why? There's always a boop, there's always something thrown in there that can take it a different direction. And this is what we're dealing with with the virus. I was really shocked to see that the Her Herman came passed away and I, I knew he was in the hospital, I knew he wasn't doing well. Um, there was some reporting that he was doing better. But when that came up today, I thought, isn't this something, Herman Cain dies on the day that we celebrate um, the life of John Lewis, right? So it's almost like it was a trade-off. We have one person who died from ignorance and one person who died in a shroud of brilliance. And, and we struggle against the idea of culture or race. And we have two people of a similar cultures, Black American cultures, who've chosen whatever path they chose for righteousness and greatness and civil rights. And one who chose um, to assimilate or change or buy into the other side or whatever. And, and as much as it's not a political thing, I don't know if it's necessarily a culture thing. Those just happen to be the two people today that have we're celebrating the life of one and we just heard of the demise of the other. So you guys have to understand that you're responsible to do what you can do to keep yourself safe and to keep your family safe. And we're in fact in a cleansing. We're in a cleansing of ways of people, of energies, of where the universe is cleansing. Like if you can't figure out how to get to a place and use the resources that have been allowed to us, allotted to us during this time frame, then you're probably gonna have to go. You won't be able to move to the next level. You won't be survival of the fittest. You won't, you will be the dinosaurs that don't make it. You will be the whole species that become extinct. Something about you, not just about being a human, something particular about you will not make it to the next phase.
if you aren't able to make the necessary adjustments to stay healthy and get to the other side. So I've just really been thinking about that this morning and just kind of bewildered by it because there's so much information out there, good and bad information. And it's so much sadness out there because you think of the people who are lacking intellectually, who don't want to find out on their own or don't want to put forth the effort. And that's sad too. And there's so much connected to that and we don't necessarily pay it any attention when we're dealing with people on the day-to-day -day until you realize that this person is really lacking, lacking in intelligence or even wanting to understand. They're just like, whatever. Oh, it's a conspiracy. Oh, it's this, it's this. And okay, well maybe, so if it is a conspiracy, if there's a conspiracy and you can protect yourself against it, or you can stay safe. Do you want to stay safe or do you want to think that the conspiracy has nothing to do with you? Because you're touting and spending energy in that conspiracy space. So you might as well keep yourself safe. So I just wanted to take a few minutes to reiterate the importance of safety, washing your hands, wearing your mask, getting your children to wear their mask and respecting people's space. Oh my God, we've been talking about that for more than a year. Respecting people's space and boundaries and knowing that you don't have a right to invade somebody's space just because you perceive. So we have to think of that. We've got to send out some great energy and prayer to these schools trying to get that concession and to these children who are we're leading to slaughter go to school and so hopefully that there'll be some smart decisions made by the school board mine is still working on it so you know hopefully there'll be some goodness to come out of that and when you when you guys are thinking about Herman Cain and his death and you have to make sure that you understand it's what he chose so that's I'm big on that with people when they choose a lot in life. We have to respect the fact that they chose it. And this is what he chose. He understood the, he was given the information about the risk associated with going to the rally and being with so many people and not having proper um, facial masking. And, you know, he, all of that was, information was made available to him and he chose to either ignore it or he didn't understand it, which I doubt the latter. He chose to ignore it. So we have to give him what he's asked for. He asked for this and we have to respect that this is what he asked for. Yes, he is a human and he has lost his life, but this is what he has chosen. And the best way for us to honor his existence is to respect his right to die or be susceptible to death via COVID. And that is where he is. So no, enough about that. And we go ahead and go ahead and um, celebrate John Lewis's life. And um, it should be on now as well. And just think about the greatness that people can exude and look at the dichotomies of both of those. You can either choose a great life, you can choose the greatness and move forward and do the things that are along your path and to be of purpose, or you can choose to stand still and to spin in space. You have to make your choice based on the best thing for you and your family. So this is Joycelyn Wells with Joy Exposed. And thanks for my little uh, quick 
rant today. And don't forget, you can download any of my podcasts wherever you get your podcast, your favorite podcast, uh, Joy Exposed. And this will also be on YouTube. And I do need subscribers. So remember, when Joy's exposed, everything just feels better. Mwah. I'll see you next Wednesday. Thanks. <laughs>